Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today I have a mini episode for you. A mini-sode is what we're calling it, which means it's going to be quick, but sweet, and helpful. That's the whole point of the show. So this episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite coaching questions to ask yourself if you find that your energy is shifting lower, like you feel down, you feel mad, you feel frustrated, or you feel overwhelmed, depressed, anxious, any of those lower level kinds of energy, this question will help you shift that energy up. Okay, I had to use it on myself this week. So I'm gonna tell you some stories, cause you know I love my stories. I, it was so hard for me to decide which stories I wanted to tell you. And then I had to remember this is a mini episode for a reason. So I don't want to go on and on forever. But okay. So the first story, because this was a weird thing that happened and I feel like I just need to talk to someone about it. So what happened was I was going for a jog the other night and it was pretty late and it was middle of nowhere, Indiana. I find myself always saying that because that's where I live. And like to the point where I live, it's on this lake and I love it. It's beautiful, but it's a very small town. There's like 5,000 people or something like that. And it's so funny because every time I want to get work done on anything, like house stuff, whatever it is, I will call and people don't want to come out here. It's like, I'm not driving all the way out there in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's just funny, but I do love living here. Anywho, so uh, I was running middle of nowhere and it was late, like sun was going down, all the things. And I had ran across this bird that looked like it had just gotten hit because it was basically on the side of the road. And it was a beautiful red bird. It was this red color that I had not seen. And it was it was probably a cardinal, let's be real, because they're all over here. But it just the color of it was so different. So it really stood out to me. And I'm like, oh, it must have just got hit because it looked like it was fresh, you know, because normally it gets eaten after a while. And so I walk, I run past it and I turn around to come back. And at this time when I'm running past it, it was moving. It was taking breaths, you know? So I was like, oh my goodness, it's still alive. So I, without hesitation, grab the bird, put it in my hand. And I'm like, I'm going to save this bird. I need I was thinking in my mind, like, who can I call? And I have this friend that does, um, wildlife rehab stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to call her. And what am I going to do with it at home? How do I hide it from the cats? Like all these ideas were coming up in my mind and I'm holding it. And this little thing, its head looked like it was kind of bent, like clearly it was not doing well. And it was breathing, like taking these deep breaths. And I was like, oh, it's okay. And I'm like, you know, blowing air on it and just whatever, trying to comfort this bird and walking as fast as I can to get home. Cause I felt like if I was running, it would, you know, hurt the bird. So it was not long, probably seconds, maybe 20 seconds max. And this bird was taking all of its breaths and then then it ended. The breath had ended and it had passed in my hand. And I could feel this little ball of energy of like with its breath, you know, before it had passed and it passed. And it, of course, made me super sad. Um, so I take it over to this field and guys, I was like debating burying it. And I'm like, I don't even have a shovel over here. What are you doing, Edge? 
Um, but then I thought about like circle of life, like, you know, something can eat it and it benefits them and whatever. These are the thoughts in my mind. These are my real thoughts. Okay. So I, um, was sad. I put it down and then I started jogging again and I was like, what is this? Like, this was weird. This made me sad. And what was the point of this? What is this teaching me? So that was a thought that popped in my mind because when I was feeling lower energy, sad about this, whatever, my energy dipped, I was like, what is this teaching me? That's the question I'm talking about here. Is that question is a very powerful question because it shifts your energy up. And another way to ask it is to say, what is this teaching you about you? And there's a reason why sometimes you got to throw the whole thing about you teaching me, but about you. And I'm saying that again, and I'll tell you some examples why sometimes you have to throw that last part in there because otherwise the energy doesn't shift. So let me explain this a little more. So it's a question I ask my clients all the time when they're feeling low about the career transition process, figuring out what they want to do next, all of that stuff, because there's lots of ups and downs. I say, what is this teaching you? So explaining this. So when you go to those lower levels of energy where the fear is, the frustration, the overwhelm, anxiety, depression, anger, all of that stuff, those feelings that we describe as negative feelings, those, or maybe when we want to withdraw and disengage and avoid something, those kinds of feelings, all lower level energy, all catabolic energy, right? We know that. We know how that feels. Well, When you ask the question of what is this teaching me, it's a step in the direction of taking responsibility for your life or taking action and wanting to do something. It starts to push you in that direction. I would say if we're looking at the energetic chart, I would say it's probably on a level three versus a one where people are with these other feelings, a one or a two. So it's going to shift you up. It's going to get your brain to think about what can I do? How is this helpful to me? And it's when your brain starts thinking that way, that's where the energy shifts, okay? So if you're listening, you can use this not only for you when you're having a hard time, but for the people that you love. You know, if you're a mom, you can use it with your kids, if you're, if you're a wife, you can use this with your husband. If you're a husband, you can use this with your wife, you know, or whatever your situation is. You can use it with anyone that you love at any time if you notice their energy is low. So I love this stuff. So the whole, going back to the whole thing around what you sometimes have to add about you, about, you know, so let me tell you about the bird stuff and I'll come back to this about you stuff deeper. So what I realized with this whole bird thing, and I was like, what is this teaching me about me? I felt like what it was teaching me was this reminder that life is short in a sense, right? There's a season for everything. There's a season for you living, if you think about it. And and the death rate among everybody is 100%. We're all going to die. And I felt like that bird was just reminding me like, Ange, life is short. What do you want to do with it? right? Because you only have so many breaths here that you're going to take here on earth. What do you want to do with it? With those breaths, with your energy, what do you want to create? And I feel like that was just a reminder that I needed. And I made meaning out of that. That made me feel better than the bird dying. You see how I did that? 
because I could just focus on the fact that I couldn't do anything to help this bird. It was sad, you know, but instead I made I made something mean something that made me feel better. That's what we're doing all the time. We are making things mean things that make us feel like crap all the time. I did that all this week. But we have a choice here, right? We have the power to make something mean whatever we want to make it mean so that we feel better, so our energy is shifted, so it's higher, so everything else will flow from there. And this is all about energy. Everything is. People don't like to talk so much about this, I think, in a lot of spaces because it's so, it can be so hard to teach. And sometimes it just sounds so woo-woo, like you're like, what? Like it's, you don't know how to put it into practice. But the thing is, is that you know how you feel and you know how certain questions, certain ways of thinking make you feel differently. Spending time with certain people make you feel differently, right? You know what it feels like to be at your best, you know, at some point in your life, you have felt really good. What was a part of that? You know, thinking about that kind of stuff, like my best days, like what did I do that day that had my energy higher? Who did I spend time with? What was I surrounded by? How can I bring more of that into my life now? Those are just some things I'm thinking about. Okay, so let's go forward into what I was talking about. I didn't forget. I always come back around is the whole concept of at adding that part at the end, what is this teaching you about you? Why do you sometimes have to add that at the end? Let me give you another story. So my husband, Ian, um, he is not one that likes to lend money, okay? So if anyone comes to us and they want are asking us for money, he does not, he just like doesn't want any part of it. And um, like, let me just be real. I have sometimes let people borrow money and have not told him because I know that's bad. That's a bad wife move, but I'm just keeping it real because I know he would be like, no, like he does not like that. And um, so the whole point of this is Ian, this, but uh, Ian's done so much work on himself um, as far as, and so have I over the years around like being generous. And this has been a big switch for him. Like he is way more generous. And I think it's because the scarcity mindset has gone away a lot more and he's just way more generous than he used to be from when I met him. So I don't think it's fair to say now that he doesn't, I don't give, I guess. That's not what I'm trying to say. So basically the whole point of this is he was hiking the Appalachian Trail and this dude messages him from someone from his past who he went to this little Christian elementary school or something when he was younger. It was a long time ago. Okay. So anyways, he went to school with this guy, elementary or primary school or something like that. And um, had not talked to him in forever. I'm talking decades, has not talked to this dude. So but so this guy reaches out to him out of the blue and he said something about, you know, admiring what my husband was up to and just kind words, yada, yada. And then he went on to say how he was in a really bad situation. Um, he said he was in Mexico. I know this totally sounds like a scam. Keep listening. He said he was in Mexico and um, he his dad. So the guy's dad was originally from Mexico and um he was going to visit his dad. This was his story. And Ian knew that his dad really was from Mexico. Um, so he went to go visit his dad. He thought his dad had changed his life and it was going to be a great reunion. But turns out it wasn't his dad. He lended his dad money while he was there. And his dad ended up um, 
taking his money and not giving it back to the point the guy had no money to get back home. And he talked about, he went into so much detail about how his other family there was amazing and helpful, but they didn't have any money. And he's struggling because he's stuck in this area of where he has to go through like this big cartel zone. This whole story, guys, okay? He goes into it, tells my husband this, and Ian texts me and he's like, Ange, can you read this book? Basically, it was a book. It was like this whole story. And I was kind of annoyed, keeping it real, because I was like, oh, because so, sometimes he always asks me, like, how do you, how do I respond to this? How do, I'm like his personal public relations person. And I think I, this is what I do all day long for people. So sometimes it's like with him, like I'm less patient about it, you know? So anyways, I'm just calling out my flaws. So anywho, he tells me and I like make myself read it. And he's like, do you think I should help him out? He wanted, what he wanted was money to fly back home. Like he wanted to get a ticket. And he said that he was just in a dangerous spot, blah, blah, blah. And there's, he didn't have anyone he could reach out to. And I told him, I was like, Ian, this doesn't feel right to me because this dude hasn't talked to you in decades. It'd be different if this was a friend of yours or someone who at least you knew what was going on in his life. But I don't, it just feels very off to me. And then why reach out to you? Like you would think he'd have at least some other kind of relationship that would, you know, be closer to, to help him, you know? So anywho, feels off to me for sure. But I said, honey, I trust your decision. If you feel like you want to give this guy money to help get him back, because I would hate just like you to, to know that something happened to him. I'd feel awful about that. And he's like, ah, I'm going to call him. And mind you, Ian's hiking. He has no additional time. It literally like on the trail, you just have to get to the next spot, next spot. People always think you have all this free time. It's you're pretty much on a mission. It's very little time to like sit and make phone calls. You don't have service. So I was really surprised that he was even making this much effort to help him, um, given what he was going through in his life and not knowing this dude for so long. So anyways, he call he calls the guy and he and he tells him the whole story. And then somehow this person convinced him like, you know, this is I like really need help. So Ian's like, I'm going to give it to him. I'm like, okay, that sounds fine. So he gives him like 300 and something dollars or something like that. And uh, the guy picks the time that he said he was going to pay Ian back because Ian said, well, you tell me when it would work best for you because I guess he was starting a new job. So he picked the time. So long story short, you guys know where this is going. He ghosted him. This dude ghosted Ian. Um, Ian kept messaging him, asking him, you know, do you need more time? Was being like all kind about it. Long story short, dude ghosted him. Probably lied about the whole thing. Um, And then the other day, Ian comes down and he's, pissed it's like he just woke up and he sees this Facebook post of this guy taking he took pictures of all these beautiful areas in Mexico and was like I'm flying to Mexico and it's you everybody should travel and get out there and see the world and this is the thing is like you use your money for the things that you love and just like this motivational thing and these pictures of these beautiful resort areas in Mexico and pictures of his ticket that he had just bought to fly to Mexico and like I don't know why someone takes a picture of their ticket but this dude did and anyways, Eden was like, so he commented on there was like, really? You've ghosted me? And like, but it was a, it was overall a message around like, it wasn't hateful. It was just kind of like, this is really disappointing kind of thing. Um, and so Ian is frustrated. He tells me this stuff. And to be honest with you, I was a bit frustrated because this is our resources going to someone that we wanted to be helpful. And yeah you know? So anyways, Ian, this week, he was 
blessed to be able to go to the UK. Homeboys in Scotland right now as we speak. He um, is doing a road trip with one of his pilot buddy friends who just so happened to get him a first class ticket overseas. So I think the total is like about $10,000 for both of them. They didn't pay for it. I'm, I'm too cheap for paying that. Okay, just keeping it real. Um, I'd rather just sit in the back unless someone wants to give me the, the first class ticket for free. I'll take it. But anyways, um, it was free to him because of his friend being a pilot and the perks of them and all that. So he was geeking out. He was like a little kid on Christmas taking pictures of like compartments in the first class, like opening things up and showing me all of his meals. It was really cute. So he anyways, he was going to be going to this trip and it's cool. Like, right. He has that opportunity. So when he was complaining about this stuff, I said to him, I was like, honey, I was like, what is this teaching you? And he said, what is this teaching you? And this is what he said. He said, it's teaching me that I never want to give money to people who I don't know or something like that, something like that. And I was like, okay, that didn't shift the energy at all. It's teaching me that he's a POS, you know, whatever it is. Like, that's what happens sometimes if you don't go to the about you. So that's why that was a long story of me telling you why you want to add about you sometimes in there. Because this happened to me the other day. I used this question too. I said, was because someone was saying something that I should be doing that I felt like was out of alignment with my values. And I was really pissed about it. And I was like, mm, nope, that's not how I'm going to do things. And, uh, and I, that distracted me. And I said, what is this teaching you? And I still was like teaching me that this person is X, Y, Z, you know, whatever. And then I was like, wait, what is this teaching you about you? About you. And then when I said that to him, what is this teaching you? We're going to go back to Ian. I know I go back and forth so much. I feel like if you've ever heard Andy Stanley speak, he's a pastor. He does. He's just like this, like all over the place, but it still makes sense. So going back to Ian's situation, when he's getting all mad about this dude, basically taking his money, ghosting him. I said, what is this teaching you about you? When I realized what is this teaching you in general was not working. It was not going to shift the energy. But when I said about you, he said to me, it's teaching me that I'm really blessed, that I'm really freaking blessed because I'm not going to die that I don't have that 300 something dollars. We're fine. In fact, today I'm leaving for a flight. I'm flying first class free because of my buddy and I have the week off and the the finances and the time to go have this experience. I'm freaking blessed. And I don't have to go and lie to someone about taking money for them. Like I'm not in that low of a place. And I said, yeah. And I told him too, I was like, you know, this always comes back to you. Like, and you can just see perfect example that it did in some way. Like, look at you. You got, you're going, who cares about that 300 something dollars? You're about to go on a first class flight overseas that's worth thousands of dollars. Like th that was free to you. Like you, it comes back to you. You put good energy out. You had a really good intention. And unfortunately, this person did not. But it comes back to you. It's bigger than the scenario, this thing, you know? So that's what I, this is the whole point of this, is that this question can be so powerful. What is this teaching you about you? This whole thing that's happening those feelings that you're feeling, the situation that you're in, what is this teaching you about you? Sometimes I believe it's a call, kind of all the time, it's a call to be more of you. Like there's something that you might be feeling out of alignment and it's saying like, hey, something's off. Like if you're feeling those lower levels, 
this is something needs to change so that you can align and be more of you, right? Like ponder on that. Think about it. Okay, so another question that is related to this one that I love. Remember I said this was a mini episode? Oh, it's kind of not, no. So um, another question that I love that relates to this is now that you know, so something happened and you can't change the past, can't, all the things already happen. Now that you know this, now that you know this about yourself, about this stuff that's happening, what do you want to do differently? What do you want to do differently going forward? This is a forward movement thinking versus getting stuck in the past. You know, a lot of times I did this this week and I don't feel proud of it. I'll tell you what I did. And I really checked myself and I was like, ew, Ange, why did you show up that way? Like you ever, you know, something happens and someone makes you really upset or they do something that really triggers you, right? And then you'll go talk to someone else about it and you're just like this, blah, blah. And like you just complain about this person and you're just pissed, right? Well, this is the thing is that doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your energy. It doesn't serve that person's energy you're talking to. And I did that. I did that this week for sure. I am a human though. And sometimes venting, it's like letting it out. I I feel like you should have timed B-I-T-C-H fests. You know, like you should have timed ones. But okay, talking to your friend, I'm gonna do this. It's 10, I'm gonna put five minutes on the clock. Actually, I need 10 minutes. Talk about this person, this situation. I'm gonna complain about it. And then we're gonna move on. We're gonna shift your energy. We're gonna feel good. Like, I sometimes feel like you need to do that. Time it out. You know what I mean? So that happened this week. I did not time it out. I went way over time for me. But this whole question around like, so that would be more future focused, that would have helped shift my energy was this whole thing of what is this teaching you about you that's happening? Now that you know that, what do you want to do differently going forward? What do you want to do differently? This works so good too, guys, when you find yourself beating yourself up about the things you didn't do. And I know you do this because you're like me. Whereas like you had this plan, you were going to do all these things, you were going to eat all health- healthy in this way, you were going to whatever, do, do your morning routine, your evening routine stuff, blah, blah, blah. And none of that happened. And then you start to beat yourself up and you're discouraged. The energy shifts lower about it. Then you can say, what is this teaching you about you? And it might be like, you know, I actually realize I, I don't work best during that time. I need to shift this around. I realize I'm really distracted by this thing. I realize this, this clutter is taking my energy. I realize there's things you're learning, right? So that might happen there with what is this teaching you about you? The next thing, what do you, now that you know what you know, what do you want to do differently? So that pushes you, like I said, the forward movement um, but it gets you thinking of ideas. So instead of you beating yourself up around like, I didn't do a workout, I didn't do my morning routine, I didn't, whatever it is, I didn't show up well when I responded to that person, I was kind of reactive. Now that you know that, what do you want to do differently moving forward? And it could be like, I'm going to switch my schedule around, um, I need to go to bed earlier, I'm going to, and it's like you're thinking about ways that you can shift things around so it works better for you. I'm going to meditate before that conversation. I am going to show up with kindness and grace because of who I am, not because of who they are. You know how many times I've used that one and I've told people that? I was like, look, you show up with kindness and grace, what? Not because of who they are, 
but because of who you are because it's so easy for us someone will treat us like crap and we it's so easy for us to want to be like forget you you know and then like be like i'm gonna do this and like talk crap about them or i'm gonna do this get back to them it's just we go to that level because we're human but this is the thing that doesn't help aligning with that kind of energy you're letting their energy decide your energy you see where that's an issue you know we can't do that because we're gonna be negative as heck if we start doing that because a lot of the world is like that that's the dominant levels or the low levels so we can't be riding those waves right we have to decide how we're going to show up consciously i just wrote a linkedin post about quitting you know how there's this big trend of quiet quitting it's happening all over right so I wrote this LinkedIn post about it. I'm trying to be more active on LinkedIn. So if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, can you go find me over there? Find me over there. Um, you can search for me. My name is Angela Barnard on there. Um, yeah. So what was the point of me telling you about LinkedIn? I don't know. Just find me on there. I guess that's the point. All right. So now that you know what you know, what do you want to do differently? Forward movement not riding the energy of everybody else, showing up with kindness and grace because of who you are, not because of how everyone else is. Another thing, because I'm a career coach and just gotta bring this up, this means if you're gonna leave an opportunity, like leave a work opportunity because you're frustrated and you're mad, I always love to help people have every goodbye be a good bye. As much as you can make it for you, for your own energy. How can you show up with kindness and grace? How can you leave in a way that feels really good? Not only for them, because sometimes we get so focused on them, but also for you too. And if we get to the point where it's like, oh, it's really hard to make it work for both of us, feeling good in this situation, because you can't control how anyone else feels, then I want you to lean into your own energy because that you can control because you're never going to control how anyone else shows up. You can try to be like, let me try to figure out how it can be good and everyone feels good. But at the end of the day, I want you to be concerned about the energy that you have that is in your control. So in a nutshell, the questions, the things that we're learning from this episode, which is not a mini episode anymore. It's transformed. But we're intentional, but we're on, we're, I'm intentional, but I'm not attached. And that's what happened this episode. Perfect example. I had an intention that I was doing a mini sewn, didn't turn into mini sewn. But I ain't attached to it. We're just flowed. Okay. So recap, three things. Number one, if you're feeling lower energy, ask yourself this question. What is this teaching you about you? Number two, can lead into the other question of now that you know everything you know and all the things that have happened, what do you want to do differently moving forward? What do you want to do differently moving forward? That's all you can control is you, you and how you show up. Okay, all the stuff, all the other stuff ain't in your control. You can control your energy. Don't let your energy be influenced so much by everybody else's stuff. Another thought that really serves you is that you show up with kindness and grace because of who you are, not because of who anyone else is. All right, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a review. You guys have been leaving reviews and it means so much. Thank you so much for getting on Spotify, for listening and putting the stars there. Um, leaving comments in the Apple podcast stuff. Like I see them. It makes me so happy. And truly from the bottom of my heart, I'm grateful. I hope you have the best week and you'll hear from me again this week because this was supposed to be a mini episode. It was like a bonus episode for you. Enjoy today. 
and go out there and show up with kindness and grace because of who you are. Do it. Show up with kindness and grace to yourself too. Don't forget about yourself through all this stuff. All right. Have the best day. Talk to you soon. Bye.